I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, well, I suppose I better host this thing then. Welcome to the World Cricket Show. With me, Tony Kerr, and on the line, uh, in a kind of unusual situation, Adam Bayfield. An unusual situation? I don't know what, <laughs> I'm on holiday. I don't know how unusual that is. Now that, I'm con- now that I'm in control, Adam, I'm going to do things a little bit differently to you. I know, I was going to say, I mean, I was going to say, I'll go away for, you know, I've been away for less than a week, and already you've taken over. You know, it feels pretty good <laughs> just to be, uh, you know, just to feel in control for once. Oh, you did all right. I thought you put a little bit too much emphasis on the word welcome. And actually, you didn't even say hello. You just said welcome to the world creature. And, you know, well, you've, got a lot, you've still got a lot to learn. I think it's time to dispense with the formalities, isn't it? Uh, how, how have you been? You're in Portugal. Portugal, as they say. Uh, yeah, very much so. Down old South America way. For you. <laughs> There's an Arrested Development reference. They'll fly over most of his head. But uh, yeah, down there. Having a great time, Tane. Having a, the time of my life. This feels a lot like Football Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was Sid Lowe? I'd just be on a train or something. Wouldn't yeah. I? But, no, I'm just uh, just in my room in the in the little hotel that I'm staying in, and I'm uh, just looking out over the balcony. I can see the sea. I must Palm say, trees just blowing in the breeze. I've been I've been sat in my room just refreshing your Instagram account. <laughs> Uh, yet to see a beach a little bit of water and a bit of sea but no beach pretty disappointed to be honest I have been to the beach the beach is right right here uh, and I have been to the beach but um, I haven't Instagram that yet I'm saving that up the, the feeling I'm getting is that you really deserve this holiday as well I think you've really <laughs> earned it so enjoy it that mate. is in many ways the best thing about it because I'm really <laughs> you know I'm sitting sitting back here on the beach and just thinking yeah I really deserve this Enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it'll fly by. You'll be back here before you know it. So don't, you know, don't get too upset. Mate, I've got ages left. I've got ages well, left. It'll disappear. Next week. It'll disappear. Uh, well, I'm, you'll be pleased to hear that I uh, am probably the most tired I've ever been this week. Okay. Uh, although I have eaten, so 50% of the way there. Well, you've, you've been away, haven't you? You've been away as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ibiza. Ibiza. We were on a stag do. Ibiza? I can't remember how you said it. Uh, yeah, it was a stag do, yeah. Ibiza. I think Ibiza. Ibiza. Yeah. I think it's a Jeep, isn't it? Anyway. Uh, we can just listen to that Venga Boys song. I listen to it a lot. Well, yeah, no, yeah, a little, little week in Ibiza. Uh, you know, very, a lot of R&R, a lot of TLC, uh, a lot of Eric Prids. It was good. <laughs> a lot of Lash as well, I would imagine. Yeah, fair amount, fair amount. But Thanks anyway. Ibiza. Right. <laughs> okay, was, well, uh, well. Was Bradley Cooper there? No, but I did... Was uh, that Galifianakis there? No, but... Was if the other bloke who's not in anything else there? No, but I'll tell you he was there. A guy who looked remarkably like Zach Galifianakis thing. Uh, <laughs> you're who I saw was, the, that uh, guy, was that guy you? 
No, it wasn't me, no. I saw him at the airport, and I'll... I'll I'm, well, we could, we could probably tweet it from the account. I'm like, it's fair enough. Yeah, and, uh, but I'll tell you who I did party with. I party with the Saturdays. <laughs> wow. Are they still knocking around? It's pretty good. Well, apparently so. I didn't realise. But uh, were yeah. they there in? You know, were they performing? Or? I don't know if they were there in a kind of official capacity. They were just certainly there, though. So that was good. Uh, and one of the nights at the club we were at, uh, Orlando Bloom punched Justin Bieber. Was that where you were? Yeah. Didn't see Amazing. it. I, I didn't I've seen see that it. story in the news. Yeah. Crazy. Did he get involved? Well, I thought you know I was trying to get in the way, break it up. I don't want to see violence. Not on a night out. No, I didn't see it happen. I didn't see it happen. Apparently, Leo. Absolutely loved that. If on like TMZ, <laughs> the pictures come through of Bloom and Bieber going after each other and just curves in the background, trying to break it up. Probably egging them on more like. Orlando, leave it. <laughs> Not worth it. Apparently, Leo DiCaprio was uh, there as well, cheering him on. So, you know, all the all the big names were in Ibiza last it's week. It's like a school when a fight starts, and there's always. One, you know, there's a few people at the edge, and that you were always one of them. Just, you know, never getting involved in the fight, but just at the edge of the circle, going, "Go get him, get him." Anyway, we can catch up in more detail about our respective holidays next week, I guess, or the week after. And I'm, you know, I'm imagining because yeah, I'm still here, I'm going to be here for ages. All right, we'll catch up on our respective holidays in a couple of weeks. Then, I'm sure, everyone will be looking forward to that. But there was, there was some cricket, I gather, that happened. Yeah, there was. You, you gather correctly. Uh, yeah, I actually saw all of the third test. Before before coming away, uh, I, I guess by the time this goes out, the fourth test will already have started, won't it? Although uh, there's a lot of rain around, so I don't know whether it'll be true. There's not there's not really a lot of rain here, so I'm say that much. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of rain here either, but yeah, there is a lot of rain around in Manchester, obviously, because there's always it's rain. A around shocker! Manchester. That is a real shock. But well, hang on. Tomorrow tomorrow looks good. Uh, well, the third test was a, was a cracker, certainly from an English perspective. Uh, if you got the school card there, then I haven't got the internet here. So. Do you want me to uh, kind of run down? Yeah, let's what see what your, uh, your what your game roundup is like. Well, I'll try and uh, I'll try and do it more succinctly than you do normally. I mean, you you uh, you tend to waffle on a bit. Mm, I don't know. I think you'll find that hard. Then I I actually spend six or seven hours, you know, each week just honing that little bit. Right. Well, here we go. Anyway, England won the toss. Did you know that? I did know that. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, England, England won the toss. Uh, great start. Chose, great start. Chose to bat. Uh, one of the two options that they had available to them, they selected batting. Uh, and they put on a pretty pretty big score. Uh, but what This must be one of the biggest scores England have posted in a long time. Yeah, very much so. I, I don't know if you know. Anyway, they, they scored 569 of those runs. Uh, Cook uh, agonisingly short of a century, which would have uh, uh, kind of got him out the out the woods. But uh, 95, uh, Cook ended on uh, big tons for balance and Bell. 156 for balance, 167 for Bell. Butler as well on debut, 85 uh, at a decent run rate as well towards the end. Uh, India 330 in reply. No one really getting much of a score. A few starts though in and around there. And uh, Jimmy Anderson with five wickets uh, in that innings, uh, and then. England came in, 205, declared uh, on that. Cook, 70 runs in that. So he scored loads, Cook, in this Test match, really. He scored more than 100 runs in the Test match, so that was good. Uh, and uh, Root with a 50 in that. And, uh, yeah, pretty uh, comprehensive victory in the end. India only managing to get to 178 in uh, the second innings, or in the fourth innings of the match, chasing 445. 
Uh, Moeen Ali with six wickets for 67 in that. So uh, there's your summary of the fourth test or third test or whatever it is. <laughs> it was really good until you got the number of the <laughs> The third test. Um, it was it was a very entertaining game. I don't know whether my perspective on it was skewed just because you know it was so good from an English perspective compared to you know every other Test match that they've played in the last year. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and uh, you know, yeah, excellent performance from England. Given what a low ebb they were at, I think last time we recorded, you know, I was saying I can remember ever feeling as you know, depressed about the England team. I just didn't know how they were going to turn it around, and then they turned up and produced a genuinely fantastic performance. Like I can't think, even before this terrible run over the last year, I can't think of a better performance they've put in since India came to England three years ago. Um, just in terms of how comprehensively they won that game, they were so dominant from start to finish. And I guess the, the big difference uh, was that the senior players turned up all through the summer. The, the new guys, the youngsters, have been chipping in and uh, putting in pretty decent performances. But, you know, Cook, Bell... Anderson and Broad have just not been doing it at all, and you know in Southampton they did, and it was a yeah terrific match for Alistair Cook. He scored yeah what was it about 160 odd runs in the Test, and that you know fed into his captaincy, and he actually captained pretty uh, pretty well, pretty aggressively, pretty imaginatively, and you know maybe it's just as simple as getting a bit of confidence back. Still a long way to go for him, of course, but yeah, it really was. It was great to see, and the, you know, the, the sense of relief both for him and in the team and in the crowd when he, he even got to fifty was 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 pretty uh, pretty great to see. Uh, so Cook didn't quite make the century uh, but actually in the end it doesn't really feel like that mattered too much I guess maybe if he hadn't made 70 in the second innings you might have said well uh, you know has he bottled it a bit uh, but what's probably good for Cook is that I really haven't seen his name or heard his name mentioned since the test finished I mean obviously there's been a lot of chat about Anderson and Jadeja that's still rumbling on for some reason uh, and Ian Bell seems to have been doing a bit of talking as well in the uh, in the kind of in between uh, tests, but uh, yeah, Cook's... He's always running his mouth, now, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> but I haven't heard of Cook, so uh, I think he'll be pretty pleased with that. Ian Bell is constantly writing checks. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Bell's mouth is constantly writing checks that his ass can't catch. Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it, was, it was great for Cook. Uh, and, you know, it, it's amazing that just the, the fact that there was a solid start at the top with Cook and balance just made things so much simpler for the people coming in lower down. And actually, Gary Balance, you know, what a summer he's having. Uh, uh, you know, 300s in his first six tests. That's a better start to his test career than Jonathan Trott. He's obviously got a long way to go, but you know, Trott has not been missed at number three nearly as much this summer as he was in the winter. Um, uh, so that was great, Josh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Butler, as you say, came in, bludgeoned some runs on debut. People getting very excited about him uh, in that innings, and it was fantastic to watch. But in, in a sense, we haven't learned anything new about Butler because he, he, he came in at, what, 420-odd for five? That's a pretty great time to come in on your debut, and he could just play in a kind of one-day 2020 style at that point and India knew the declaration was coming and you know set the field back and Butler was just kind of teeing off um, we don't know what he's going to be like under pressure if it's you know 80 for 5 that's a very different situation that he's going to have to demonstrate that he's he's capable of handling but again it's only a start but it is a start and you can't take that away from it well, all of a sudden, this England side looks settled, doesn't it? Cook's back at the top. That middle order of balance, Bell Root, Ali just looks, you know, looks excellent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you <laughs> say no, slightly ahead of myself. It is only one test match. They were brilliant in it, but it is only one test match. Um, I agree that there's a good look about the side in terms of the balance of the side. Still missing a spinner. Obviously, Mo and Ali did fantastically well in that test. Took six wickets in uh, the fourth innings. And he did bowl very well. He, you know, he, he's obviously better than a part-time spinner, and uh, he showed that there. Uh, but in a sense, it made me think: well, if they had played a frontline spinner uh, in that test, or even in in other tests before that, that it, you know, it might have made even more of a difference. Because as much as he's he's better than a part-time spinner, and as well as he bowled, um, he's still not, you know. A genuine spinner. He sort of he is an all-rounder, and in the same sense, in the same way that you'd say, well, um, Shane Watson is definitely an all-rounder, isn't he? Um, he's he's better than a part-time medium pacer, but I'm not sure you'd want Shane Watson leading your bowling attack. It's, it's that kind of thing, isn't it? Mo Nally, mm. better than a part-time bowler, but I'm still not convinced he's necessarily going to be the answer in every situation yeah I mean if he gets the batting right and he contributes a lot of runs then he's he's going to be an extremely useful player isn't he in England's team yeah yeah for sure I'm not I'm not knocking him but uh, I, I, I still give him a break mate he's only played a few right. tests I'm on holiday so and I'll, I'll cut him some cut slack every, uh, you know. are you going to be cutting the same amount of slack to Chris Wokes I thought he bowled really well I thought he I thought he was fantastic the fact that him and Pankaj Singh, who came in for India, the fact that between them they didn't pick up a wicket in that test match was an absolute travesty because Pankaj was terrific. And Wokes, yeah, just looks so much better than he did when he made his debut last year, just about four or five miles an hour quicker. And he bowled some unplayable deliveries. And the fact that he he didn't get anyone out was crazy. Well, that's good to know because I was on holiday with a few a few of the cricket lads. Uh, no, they're not too fond of Wokes, and I think we were just looking at the uh, the score as it kind of up, you know got updated and seeing he'd bowled what thirty odd overs and not picked up a wicket and not really contributed any runs. So uh, that's good to know from Wokes' perspective. Yeah, I mean, uh, when Wokes was selected for this test, I thought, oh no, but here we go because he's never convinced me before. But I thought he was tremendous. And it's the same with Pankaj. Like Pankaj, I think, recorded the worst figures ever for a debutant. 
he it was about naught for 170 or something in the match. Uh, but that that is one of the most undeserved records in Test history because he was brilliant. He was genuinely brilliant. And the fact that yeah, he and Wokes didn't get a wicket, and Mo and Ali got about three from you know, slogs that just went straight up in the air. You know, cricket isn't fair sometimes. Um. Well, yeah. So yeah, so as I say, uh, I guess the the fourth Test would have definitely started by the time people are hearing this. Um. But so maybe you know India are, are roaring along and it all looks good for them again. But you know, there, there's just a, a much better feeling about the England team, as much as it is only one test and there's a hell of a long way to go, and it doesn't make up for what's happened at all. Um, but it, you know, the the dawn has broken, Tony, hasn't it? You, you could say it's, we're, we're on the way back up. I You'd hope so. I mean, it doesn't take long, does it, for these sort of things to change? You know, remember that Australian... Uh, remember Australia from a couple of years ago? You know, they looked absolutely gone. And then within a few months, they were back again and, uh, and on the way up. So, yeah, it doesn't take long. What, what are you predicting for the rest of the series? It's, it's set up really well, isn't it? One all, two to play. It's beautifully set up. And whether we get a result in this fourth test... Uh, I don't know, but yeah, I'm going to go with England win in the fourth test. That's what I'm going to go with, if there's a result. You predicted England to win the series 2-1, didn't you say? I think I did. I can never remember what either of us predict by the time we get to the end of the series. Every series we say, I, well, I think to myself, <laughs> let's write it down. Let's just write down our predictions. <laughs> this, this it wouldn't even things. be that hard to do, would it? The other no. Is we could manage to write it down. <laughs> Oh well. I just wish then, I really wish that we kept some kind of audio record of these conversations. I know. We could then go back and listen to it. It's such a shame. Did. It's such a shame that we don't. <laughs> I mean, there's so much gold in there as well that people will never hear. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if in real life we talked in the way that we do on the podcast, just waiting for each other to finish? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's slightly more difficult. This is the first time I think, well, first time we ever phoned it in, uh, you know, kind of before we've done it on kind of video calls so we could actually see your ugly mug and see when you're about to speak, but yeah. It is weird not being able to see you. I mean, it's the first time that we've ever literally phoned it in, uh, but you know, in a, in a figurative sense, I think we've done that many, many times. It's quite a good effort. And for people who won't, at home won't know this, but you're actually, you're, you know, you're quite a family holiday and you've actually got all the family gathered, haven't you, around the <laughs> phone. They're just listening to your side of it. They've done pretty well to stay quiet, haven't they? Well, you, haven't they really, the you haven't really come up with any jokes, so they haven't really laughed. <laughs> There's 19 of us here. And, uh, yeah, it's it's quite a small room as well, and I'm just pacing around the middle of the circle around me. Oh, dear. Well, I'll let you get back to it. You know, we'll keep this one brief. Yeah, please. please. And I think this actually reflects on quite well on me as a host, slightly more concise than you, but chairing it better, chairing the debate better probably. Yeah, I don't know if I'd agree with that, but I, I can see why you might say that. Uh, anyway, so, I mean, yeah. Your own agenda. We'll be back. We'll be phoning it in again next week, won't we? And uh, we'll keep you I'm updated. I'm afraid so, yeah. Are you going to be doing any tweeting while you're out there? Uh, I'll do my best. I've, I've got very little in the way of internet, but uh, I think there's some Wi-Fi out one of the beach bars. Uh, so I might break away from, you know, the family... Uh, family dinners and uh, just hop down to the beach bar pour myself a pina colada well not pour myself a pina colada <laughs> I'd really object to that <laughs> I, I might order a pina colada 
and uh, and yeah, just well, that's the dream, isn't it? About the cricket. That's a dream. Go go down there in old Portugal away and uh, yeah, sit on the beach, watch the verdict, and have a drink. <laughs> like, life doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> so enjoy it while it lasts, because like I say, you will be back sooner than you think. <laughs> anyway, we, we'll wrap it up there, won't we? Uh, I mean, you can find us on social media. I don't know if Adam's going to tweet, but if he does, he is at Cricket Show. Where are you? You're at Adam Bayfield as well. Well, I'm at Adam Bayfield. One two is me, but uh, yeah, at Cricket Show is where I tweet about cricket. Yeah, cool. And I'm at Tony CVRR. If you want to get in touch, I, I, I've lot. I, I was in Glasgow as well. We'll catch up on this maybe uh, next week or the week after. Uh, and I live tweeted the lawn bowls for for a period, uh, and actually lost five followers doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite high risk, high reward stuff. That. Oh dear! If you want to, you know, I haven't got many followers, and I do notice when they go, <laughs> uh, and I can actually see the number as I kind of sent each tweet. I can actually see the number going down. It's quite the number dropping. Yes, the number of tweets went up, the number of followers went down. Shouldn't shouldn't work like that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, well, you can follow me. Uh, follow me on Instagram as well. Yes, it's Adam Bayfoot. If you want to see some pictures of my holiday, and if you want and, to see uh, any pictures of my holiday, <laughs> I don't know why you would. Uh, you can't. So there you go. <laughs> well, you can. Well, you literally uh, can, but I keep it private. You know, I keep something to myself. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/cricketshow, um, and yeah, just go on there, and there's links to everything else as well. Yeah. That'd be fun. That's something for people to do when the rain comes. Very much so. Right. Well done. I've enjoyed that. Thanks, mate. I've, I've, I haven't even got time to get tired in this episode. It's great. No. They should all be like this. I, I just cooked... Uh, me and Elena just cooked a massive chilli con carne, except without, without the carne, um, for everybody. And, I, yeah, I ate way too much. So I've actually just been lying on the floor doing this. Right. So I've just eaten far too much. What, like chili con what then? Well, it's chili con uh, beans and vegetables. Right. <laughs> Which I'm not sure is what it would say on the menu. Yeah, well, don't bring me any back. That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any. Thanks for offering I'll me. make some. For the next episode, I'll make some. <laughs> and a coconut brownie. <laughs> I, I tell you what I just as I was leaving the house uh, I caught sight that caught wind that the Great British Bake Off had returned it was back on TV and I thought I, I half expected to see you as a contestant <laughs> on there this series is that where you well, are? I have, I, have exactly, I have been away so <laughs> maybe yeah that would have been quite funny if I just popped up on that that would have been really funny I would maybe next absolutely year. love it right well we're going to leave it with that thought then I think okay uh, on that image on that image, Adam Bayford getting scolded by Mary Berry for his rubbish cherry Swiss roll thing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 